ಶ್ರೀಭಗವಾಚ ಪರಂ ಭೂಯ ಪ್ರವಕ್ಷಿ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಜ್ಞಾನಮುತ್ತಮ ಯಜ್ಞಾತ್ಮನಯಸ್ಸಿಂಗ್ಲೇಷನ್ ದ ಬ್ಲೆಸ್ಡ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಸೆಡ್ ಅಗೇನ್ ಐ ಶೆಲ್ ಡಿಕ್ಲೇರ್ ಟು ಯು ದ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ವಿಸ್ಡಮ್ ದ ಬೆಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಲ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ನೋಯಿಂಗ್ ವಿಚ್ ಆಲ್ ದ ಸೇಜಿವ್ಸ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಅಟೈನ್ ಟು ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಪರ್ಫೆಕ್ಷನ್ so lord krishna is telling here param gyanam gyana nam gyanam uttamam i am going to declare you the topmost of all knowledge and the word which is used here is bhuyaha bhuyaha means again so lord krishna has been repeating this uh, the topmost knowledge confidential knowledge but because it is important it is being repeated so sometimes we may find some words are being repeated again some phrases are being recorded over and over again so prabhupad explains because this thing is very important that is why it is being quoted over and over again but this time in this chapter lord krishna explains in uh, a different way lord krishna explained that the living entity gets entangled by the three modes of nature and he is working helplessly under the three modes of nature actually the prakriti is doer we are not the doers this is what we understood in the previous chapter nature forces living entity to act helplessly as per the modes of nature we have acquired as we all understand our tendencies are because of the bodies which we have acquired our food what we like or what we dislike people whom we like or we dislike our actions our walking our talking everything depends upon three modes of nature now what are these three modes of nature which are helplessly pushing and pulling the living entities in this material world we understood uh, if you have seen the laws of nature the cover page very nicely it is being mentioned there are three women who are controlling uh, two men who are fighting with, with each other they are controlling the men through springs so these are the three energies of krishna the three modes of nature just like the puppets dance very nicely on the stage but there is a puppeteer who is pulling the strings the puppets are helpless they may be doing some wonderful activities in a similar fashion we may show very great intelligence at times but actually that intelligence is also the result of mode of nature a person can appear to be very very dumb that dumbness is also because of mode of nature so in this way what are these energies which helplessly drive the living entities that lord krishna will be explaining how these living entities capture the living ent- how these three energies capture the living entity and how the living entity can get liberated again using these modes of nature so all these things very nicely scientifically lord krishna will explain in this chapter and lord krishna tells here yajgyatva munaya sarve munaya means the sages muni so unless somebody is muni muni means person who is very thoughtful it is not possible to understand krishna kunti marani says tata param hansanam muninam amalatmanam bhakti yoga vidhanartham katham pashyema histriyah you are known by param hansas what is param hansa the top most living entities laws of nature they don't apply upon them the three modes of nature do not act upon them they are free to do whatever they want no laws no rules and regulations apply on them paramhansanam muninam so such thoughtful paramhansas amalatmanam who are very very pure in their heart bhakti yoga vidhanartham 
सो दे कैन अंडरस्टैंड यू बाय द प्रोसेस ऑफ भक्ति योगा कथम पश्येम हि स्त्री बट आई एम अ स्त्री आई एम अ वुमन सो बाय नेचर आई एम वेरी मच अटैच टू पांडवाज एंड वृष्णीस टू माय सन सो वुमन हैज टू काइंड्स ऑफ अटैचमेंट्स फादर साइड आई मीन हस्बैंड साइड एंड फादर साइड so normally we want to increase our attachment but kunti marani prays to krishna dridam pandushu vrishnishu so this affection which i have towards my sons pand pandavas and vrishnis my father's family please cut down this knot of attachment because of this attachment i am not able to understand you so because women are naturally very much attached it is very very difficult to understand krishna so this is a virtual platform which is created by krishna and all the species what we see around us they are different machines which a living entity acquires to satisfy the desires so every living entity has got unique desire but all these desires can be summed up in 84 lakh species so whatever unique combination permutation of desires a living entity can harbor lord krishna knows being the supreme personality himself so he has created all these whatever desires you can have whatever kind of enjoyment you can even think of all those things are available in all these 8.4 million species so as per the unique desire which a living entity develops he transmigrates through those species of life so as long as a living entity is very much attached it is not possible to understand krishna so it kunti varani is telling how will i understand you krishna i am a woman i am very much attached but only the munis who are paramhansas who are very very pure in heart who are free from all the lust and greed they are able to understand you so that is why the vedic culture is designed in such a way as we discussed it is not to uh, put down some set of people that these are shudras these are vaishyas they should be given less respect in the society yes of course respect is uh, relative everybody is respected in the society but not equal respect relative respect anybody who is studying in school and college and doing their the tasks of their own class very nicely they will be very very much encouraged they will not be discouraged why you are there in fourth standard that is a capacity of living entity if you performs nicely in fourth standard they are promoted to fifth standard to sixth standard seventh standard in this way promotion happens so the society is divided very nicely not to oppress the lower classes but to facilitate their promotion and by promoting gradually through various uh, segments of varnashrama system ultimately living entity supposed to become a muni and yaj gyatva munaya sarvedana muni thoughtful person bhakti yoga vidhanartham by practicing bhakti yoga he can understand krishna so krishna tells now i am again explaining you this knowledge understanding which the munis they have attained param siddhi mitogataha supreme perfection in the previous chapter lord krishna told do not worry about siddhi siddhya siddhyo samo bhutva samatvam yoga uchyate in this world we are very much eager that i should uh, attain perfection in my tasks i should become successful so krishna told don't worry about material perfection or imperfection material success or failure do your duty very nicely and offer the results to me without worrying about whether it would be successful or not put your level best and that is called yoga but here krishna is telling if you follow this gyan you will attain siddhi so there krishna is telling siddhi asiddhyo samo bhutva so siddhi or asiddhi you remain equipoised but here krishna is telling you will attain siddhi 
So why Krishna is discouraging Siddhi in one place and encouraging Siddhi in another place? Because this Siddhi is not ordinary Siddhi. Whatever Siddhis we may have, if a person is hundred uh, percent tailor in some exam, that is also a Siddhi perfection of that examination. If a person has performed very nicely in his department, there is another Siddhi. But on material platform, there are eight very, very exalted Siddhis. And uh, very advanced materialists, they hanker for those Siddhis, which are those Siddhis. And they are the object of all the en rigorous endeavors of yogis. And these Siddhis are Anima, Laghima, Garima, Mahima, Ishita, Vashita, Prakamya, Prapti. So these are the Siddhis which perfection which a human body can give. These are far, far beyond even the conception of uh, modern scientists or philosophers or any materially successful man. So if a person actually takes help of the Vedas, then he can do such wonderful feats, become anima, smaller than the smallest, like an ant or even small, all, almost invisible. Nobody will be able to capture that person. He'll become smaller than the smallest, anima siddhi. And this Siddhi was displayed by a speaker of Srimad Bhagavatam, Shukdev Goswami. Shukdev Goswami was liberated from the birth. He was having all the Siddhis. So thus for 16 years, he remained in the womb of the mother. So as soon as the living entity comes out, if the living entity is pious, seventh month onwards, they get consciousness. And then they start suffering. The living entity is pious. He prays that, please, Krishna, take me out. I will engage in your devotional service. But when he comes out, then he forgets and then he gets lost in the affection shown by the relatives. And this is how Maya works. Then the living entity gets entangled and then thinks, oh, I am very nicely protected, cared by my loving relatives. And then he gets entangled. So material world is like that. It is nectar in the beginning. But the end result is poison. There is so much of suffering in the end. So Shukdev Goswami being a liberated personality, advanced in knowledge, he was not willing to come out. So 16 years, just imagine, not long ago, just 5,000 years ago. So Shukdev Goswami, son of Ved Vyas, was not coming out. Even though his father is Ved Vyas, he did not want to take any chance. He told, I will not come out. Outside is Maya. I will get entangled again. So then Krishna had to uh, come and Krishna told, do not worry, you will not be entangled. And then Shukdev Goswami came out. But he understood uh, this affection of parents. So this is very big Maya. So life after life, because of this affection, we get lost. So he told now in this life, I don't want to get carried away by any of any such allurements given by the Maya. So Shukdev Goswami, as soon as he took birth without caring for anything, he walked out of the house and his father is chasing him. Son, please stay back. But he's not listening at all. As soon as he took birth, again, he expanded his form. He was a yogi. He grew up like a young boy, although he has just come out of the womb and he started walking out of his house. So this is called Anima Siddhi. The body for 16 years did not expand in the womb. And uh, there is Mahima Siddhi. Mahima means you see various demons who are there coming at and attacking Krishna and they are so tall, eight miles tall and even bigger than that. So how some living entity, we think it is fiction. No, it is not fiction. Just like our body was pea-sized. And now it has grown so much so big. So there is a science by which the body grows. So if a person knows how the body is growing, we can expand it further. When from pea size or from one foot, it has grown to six feet or seven feet, it can become even taller and bigger. So one who knows how this matter grows, then he can make it grow further. 
that is called mahima siddhi so living entity can become very tall and uh, these were the acts of all the demons how they were able to get such big bodies that is called mahima siddhi huge then laghima you can become very very light and thus uh, many yogis they do levitation they can fly just like that in the air they become very light and there is garima garima means they can become very very heavy and they can uh, prapti siddhi they can attain anything whatever is available in the universe they can uh, create wonderful things like kardamuni description is there he created a flying city immediately and that city was having palaces that city was having so many servants and all the facilities fountains everything was arranged so this is possible immediately so it is not that gradually you have to go through a gradual mechanical process you put one brick second brick third brick cement like that in that way you are manifesting so we have to understand everything has been manifested already just like a computer game is there inside the computer game you may encounter some water some roads some houses those houses have already been created so of course you might have to build slowly in the computer game as per the rules and regulations but those houses have already been created by the creator so in a similar fashion we are not creating destroying anything the creation has already been done we act as an instrument and that thing becomes manifest through us so all the things are existing and those people who are advanced they can immediately bring something into manifestation so such yogis can immediately not just create flying cities like ardhamuni created they can create planets also and there is description vishwamitra was so powerful that he created planets also planetary system he created just imagine so this is the power of yogi so they can do such extraordinary feats with great ease and they can desire uh, they can take any form which they desire and that is how ahilya was cursed so because the devatas and other powerful living entities and yogis they can take any form which they desire so these are some of the wonderful siddhis and uh, a yogi gets it automatically in the course of spiritual advancement but if the yogi gets diverted by such power such siddhis then he will not attain the absolute truth he will not attain understanding and love of god so such siddhis usually are uh, aspired for by the ashtanga yogis and some of the ashtanga yogis who are really advanced they don't care about such siddhis and they neglect such siddhis they are not carried away and they aspire to understand the supreme personality who is seated within the heart but all these siddhis are of no use because they are also very insignificant they just offer some temporary results temporarily you can become very big or very small very light or very heavy and you can try to get some large following by showing some small siddhis but then what is the use because these siddhis go away with the body so that is why such siddhis material siddhis have been discouraged by krishna because you are eternal why you are working very hard for some temporary achievement if somebody tells us that you become uh the ceo of this company and after 10 years of uh, doing this job you have to work as a dog in my house i will tie a neck strap around around you and i will tie you to my gate you have to sit there so that would not at all be acceptable by us but the same thing is happening with all of us the living entities so that is why anything temporary is of no value when in the next life you can start an animal species or in any other form of life 
बट यू आर सपोज टू अटेन पराम सिद्धिम पराम सिद्धि मीन्स द टॉप मोस्ट सक्सेस द टॉप मोस्ट परफेक्शन ऑफ लाइफ एंड वॉट इज दैट टॉप मोस्ट सिद्धि दैट अ पर्सन कैन अटेन बाई अंडरस्टैंडिंग नॉलेज मैंशनड इन दिस चैप्टर फोर्टीन चैप्टर वॉट इज दैट सिद्धि विच लॉर्ड कृष्णा टेल्स वी शुड एक्चुअली एस्पायर फॉर इदम ट्रांसेंडेंटल नेचर विच इज लाइक माई ओन नेचर दस इस्टैब्लिश वन इट वॉज नॉट बॉर्न एट द टाइम ऑफ क्रिएशन नॉट डिस्टर्ब एट द टाइम ऑफ डिजोल्यूशन So Krishna is telling mam sadharmyam agataha sadharmyam means nature dharma means one's intrinsic nature or quality just like dharma of fire is to produce heat and light it is not possible to have fire which does not produce light or heat that is called intrinsic nature so if a person follows this path he will get siddhi and then mam sadharmyam agataha the perfection of knowledge perfection the topmost siddhi is that we get a body which is having nature of krishna's body what is the nature of krishna's body krishna took birth 5000 years ago and then one hunter shot an arrow and krishna was killed this is the general perception which krishna creates to bewilder the atheistic people so that is why we should never judge krishna by the activities kunti maharani tells nato natya dharo yatha just like we see a performer on the stage doing a drama he can appear that oh i am dying i am having disease and in this way you perform various activities on the stage and just like the relatives are sometimes not able to identify their own family member who is dressed up in a different getup on the dramatic stage in a similar fashion we are not able to understand you we mistake you to be an ordinary human being so krishna acts like an ordinary human being he acts as if he is taking birth he acts as if he is dying but you have to understand from krishna what is actually krishna's nature so krishna tells if you follow this knowledge you will attain body of my nature and what is my nature sarge api nopajayante pralaye na vyathanti cha so creation is called sarga and at the time of creation all the species they get their bodies and birth happens of all the living entities and then there is destruction also we get destroyed that is called death that is individual destruction but there is destruction at mass level also so an atom or the bodies that we acquire or the body of the universe they all follow the same principle so even the smallest bodies have creation and destruction our bodies have individual creation and destruction and just like so many cells are there which constitute our human body the cells also have got their individual creation or destruction and regularly it is happening new cells are being produced and the cells are being destroyed but there is a time when this body which is like universe to so many small cells within this body every cell is a living entity cell has metabolism cell has growth cell has reproduction cell has got defense mechanism so all the things that we have the cell also has got the same thing birth growth maintenance by products and dwindling vanishing so these six changes we also undergo through cell also undergoes through so we are like universe and the cell is like a living entity so the so many living entities are having individual birth and death but when there is time of death of this body then all the cells have to die automatically in a similar fashion we have our individual death and birth 
but when the there is a time for universal destruction that is called pralaya then all the living entities have to die but lord krishna tells pralaya na vyathanti cha so you are not disturbed at the time of destruction of entire universe also if you attain body of my nature what is krishna's nature satchidananda vigraha krishna's nature is such that means eternal chit means full of knowledge and anand means full of bliss so if you follow this knowledge we also attain a body so the first part of creation is called sarga what is called sarga uh, there are different stages of creation the prime stage of creation so there is nothing in this world but krishna and his energies so one portion of the existence there is a specific energy of krishna which is called material energy and this material energy emanates from the body of krishna and it is spiritual energy only but it acts in a different way just like the policemen they are also belonging to the government but they act in a different way and they are meant for punishing the criminals in a similar fashion the spiritual energy of krishna acts in a different way to put the living entities uh in a troublesome state those living entities who are not willing to surrender to krishna so thus those living entities are given the shelter of the material energy and how this creation begins so in a corner of the spiritual sky the entire existence there is cloud of material energy and this material energy comes from the body of mahavishnu expansion of lord krishna and all these things are very nicely described in the shrimad bhagavatam and then lord vishnu glances in the mahatatva and by the glance of lord vishnu the living entities are impregnated into the mahatatva and uh, then there are three modes of nature which are there in the dormant state in the mahatatva they are not manifest uh, what is the meaning of not manifest just like various features are there there is a girl and there is mother mother and girl there is no difference but when the mother exhibits a living entity when the girl exhibits a living entity within the womb she is called mother so in a similar fashion uh, there is always tendency of this material energy to create so many living entities the bodies of the living entities but when these energies are dormant that is called pradhan the name is given and the pradhan is called mahatatva when it is agitated as soon as the child is conceived in the womb of the girl by the husband then the girl immediately is called mother in a similar fashion the material energy which is called pradhan as soon as it is agitated then it is called mahatatva and then from the mahatatva the three modes of nature they start mixing just like the energies within the womb of the mother they start acting and they start developing child within the womb so all the energies are there but they are dormant they are not active to create a child unless the soul takes shelter of the womb of the mother in a similar fashion all the energies are dormant the nature is not manifest and all these varieties that we see around us so many species of life mountains valleys hills rivers nothing is manifest unless the living entity is taken uh, shelter of the material energy so when the living entity takes shelter these energies are manifest and they start mixing and when they start mixing the creation happens similar thing what happens in the womb of the mother that happens in the universe also the same principles apply everywhere thus an atom is also called a sample universe 
so when these three uh, modes of nature start mixing with each other then from the mahatatva one energy called false ego is created due to this energy the living entity starts identifying itself with the body living entity thinks i am the body and these bodies we change life after life and at night also we pick up different bodies in dreams and we have a tendency of identifying with those bodies because of this energy called ahankar which is called false ego then there is energy of buddhi by which we are able to use our intelligence there is energy which is called mind by which we control the senses and then the sensual energies are manifest 10 kinds of sensual energies the energy to taste energy to watch energy to hear energy to talk and then uh, the five working senses are created the gross matter is created earth air water fire sky so this creation is called sarga 24 elements are created and then second stage of creation is called visarga 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 means now these ingredients have to be mixed so just like the ingredients are uh, basic few spices would be there and some vegetables vegetables would be there but you can create unlimited varieties of dishes simply by mixing those things simply from milk you can make so many kinds of sweet items you can make uh, Uh, nice condensed rice you can make shrikhand you can make kheer you can make sandesh you can make gulab jamun you can make rasgulla and so many things can be made simply out of milk and sugar so in a similar fashion simply by these 24 ingredients all these bodies that we see around us are manifest and that is called visarga this is done by lord brahma so lord brahma is called the engineer the prime ingredients are given by krishna and then lord brahma mixes it and produces all the varieties of bodies that we have around us so thus it is very very difficult to believe but as we discussed one has to be a muni to understand what is truth of life now nobody is thoughtful so vedic culture was designed in such a nice way that everybody has ample time to be thoughtful so mainly people were uh, taking to cultivation if at all they have to do a job and uh, they may take out two crops at times but they may take out one crop and work for just 3 months and 9 months they will be cultivating krishna consciousness so in this way a person is even if he has to take two crops from the field he has got 6 months so people would have ample time to practice krishna consciousness they are very very peaceful and they are thoughtful but now there is no time so now we read this theory origin of species we read theory atomic theory have you ever pondered what is the basis on which these theories have been given to us when we hear of such theories then we may ask 100 questions how do we believe how do we understand and all these things but we don't ask that how do we believe such theories and when we more so are seeing that these theories are changing because actually nobody is thoughtful there is such intense competition that you have to simply mug up and you have to write and uh, by the time you realize that you have become expert in mugging up the subject matter new books are given to you you move to a different standard then you mug up books of different level in this way entire life gets wasted simply by cramming the syllabus but there is no thoughtfulness so we can understand so just like there are different car models there is maruti which popularized the private cars in india otherwise there were just ambassadors and fiats and then maruti brought so many cars there was 800 and there was and then 1000 there was esteem so suppose an earthquake happens and there is an maruti 800 which is there inside there is alto there is zen there is esteem and all these are there buried within the earth 
So should a person think, oh, actually this is called evolution of cars. There was Maruti 800 that automatically evolved into Alto, Alto into Zen, Zen into Esteem and like that, the cars evolved. No, it is not possible. These are different models, which may be having gradual, uh, um, what do we called? Additional designs have been given to them and basis the affordability of the customer. A person cannot suddenly afford a big car. There is a car which is little bigger than that. So in a similar fashion, as per the affordability of karma of the living entity, different machines have been created by nature. So is it not, is it very difficult to understand a camera? We can never think it will manifest by itself. So how do we think that eyes have got manifested by itself? Simply by combination of matter, the eyes developed and we started seeing the world. Is it possible? Can you ever imagine after 10 million, 100 million or 1000 million or billions of years, one day you will see one very nice Canon digital camera standing here. Is it possible? It is not possible. A camera cannot come, but we think the eyes which are most sophisticated camera, there is autofocus and automatic, uh, the intensity of light is also controlled. There is cornea shutter and it is very, very complex camera. And then there are so many other things. There is this brain which can create computer is such an advanced computer. Can you ever think computer will manifest by itself and just see this brain is there functioning at very low energy, but very high power computer. So can we ever imagine that such a complex thing like this brain can assemble automatically? The pump which is working entire life, it never stops. Do we have any machine which is pumping like that continuously without any stoppage? So how we can think that all these things have developed and this, these machines are so very complex as we discussed in previous session, even one drop of blood cannot be produced in the laboratory. The blood has got so much of mechanism and design within it. We cannot produce blood. What to speak of this entire wonderful body that we have got. Everything is very nicely being put into place and not just this body. There is proper design. There are genders which are created. Can we ever create a car which can produce further cars? Can we ever create a mobile, male mobile, female mobile? You bring them close enough and third mobile would be born. And in this way, mobile will produce mobile. Is it possible of the same make? Not possible. So just see how extraordinary it is. So in Bhagavatam, it is being discussed. So a sane person should think how there is dependence among the living entities. There is dependence within the same gender. Man is dependent on woman. Woman is dependent on man. So how is it possible that evolution can happen? Some group of atoms are thinking, let us combine in a certain way because other group of atoms are going to combine together in a male form. So we have to complement them. Suppose the female form is not developed at the same place, the male, same pace, male form cannot survive. If male form is not evolved at the same pace, female form cannot survive. Suppose female form remained monkey female and this male has become a human, then it is not possible. So male form, female forms in all the species are there and both have to be present simultaneously together at all times for the species to continue. So a group of atoms decided that this, uh, uh, we have to combine in a certain way and then we have to produce nectar because there is another group of chemicals which are combining together to become a bumblebee and it will come and take out the nectar. And one group of atoms is combining very nicely and producing the syringe from which uh, that small insect, it can take out the nectar from the flowers. 
So there is dependence within the same species. There is different dependence between the different species. A group of chemical parts. Oh, let us now make a very nice mechanism of breathing, oxygen, because there is another group of chemicals which are thinking of exhaling oxygen. So we will inhale oxygen in this way. Very nice symbiotic arrangement in nature will continue. So it is just foolishness. But because there is no time to be a muni, a thoughtful man. we simply cram up we write the syllabus and we move on it is very 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 complex each cell is more complex than the metropolitan city darwin was not knowing that time that time our science was telling chemical uh, the cell is just a bundle of chemical but now the science knows cell is more complex than the metropolitan city so within cell lies a metropolitan city and this cell can create another cell a city can create another city what is this extraordinary science so thus it is not wise to tell that car got evolved into bigger car bigger car got evolved into a, a helicopter helicopter got evolved into a spaceship no so these are unique machines unique bodies which have been created differently and they exist parallelly in this way in parallel all the species they have always existed so thus uh, for details you can refer to shrimad bhagavatam so how all these species have created so all these species are coming from uh, mahavishnu creates first form first living entity in this universe and that is lord brahma lord brahma comes out of the navel from the navel lotus flower comes and on that lord brahma manifests and similar principle applies here also from the womb of the mother there is connection through the navel only the child comes out so that lord brahma he creates all the other bodies and uh, these bodies of course are manifested through various species living entities and in bhagavatam 6 canto 6 chapter you will find the description so there was daksh prajapati and daksh prajapati was producing many many sons and these are very powerful living entities we can produce one son or at times there are twin children two sons or daughters can come out but these living entities are so powerful not one or two or dozen like some animals but they can produce hundreds of children also so daksha was producing hundreds of children thousands 10000 and narad muni being a strong and powerful preacher he was making all of them sanyasi so daksh became very much disturbed so this time he created daughters and uh, he uh, understood because daughters cannot take sanyas so this time i am safe let me produce living entities in the form of daughters so he produced daughters and the daughters were married to different sages so mainly uh, all the species that we see including the species of uh, uh, it could be bird it could be snake or all the other living entities they are the progenies from the daughters of daksha so one may wonder how is it possible that a human being is producing bird human being is producing tiger elephants and snakes so no it is possible even now we can see so this is the nature of this body which krishna has created it can do such amazing wonders even we also produce many many species some of them which are very small with perspiration so many bacteria they come out of our body and uh, sometimes when we don't clean our hair so small crawling insects they appear on the head and if we don't take bath for many many years different insects will appear on the skin also so this body is capable of producing other species if proper uh, evacuation is not happening then tape worms will develop within the stomach and so many other worms are anyway manifesting within the stomach which bite the child in the womb bhagavatam describes so thus we are also capable of producing uh, 
miniature snakes or some other or miniature animals in the form of uh, small germs which we can produce in the air in the hair so human being is anyway producing different species so there are other species which are much much more powerful than us human beings and thus they can produce all the other species of life so that is the nature of this body we are capable of producing other species so in this phase so many species uh, came into existence lord brahma has manifested everything just like the programmer of a computer game he has created everything all the characters all the unique uh, forms which you can take in the game those are well defined among these eight forms you can choose any one in a similar fashion among 8.4 million species we can choose one basis our karma that we can do so all these species of life we can understand it is common sense it is not possible to evolve like that gradually and nothing happens there is no proof of this thing and as per the laws of physics also law of thermodynamics the complexity of universe can never increase randomness in universe increases entropy of the universe increases so if the entropy or the universe randomness is increasing that we can understand unless there is some conscious living entity things can only increase in uh, randomness systems cannot come if teacher is not there in the class children cannot be disciplined there would be randomness if there are no managers in a company the company cannot function nicely if there is no traffic police there are no signals traffic cannot move nicely so randomness increases always unless there is a conscious living entity so we say that from simple organisms complex living entities have come about this violates the third law of thermodynamics also so but anyway there is no time to think about all these things courtesy the civilization which we have got now but here lord krishna very clearly he is mentioning this is also a science why we believe in science when we are not able to verify such theories we simply hear and we believe without checking because science has produced some results for us science has produced television air condition houses and uh, computers and automobiles spaceships like that but through vedic technology also you can have such things like sanjay here sanjay is also able to have a natural television in the heart and he is describing whatever is happening on the battlefield of kurukshetra and as we have discussed in perfect knowledge how there are so many evidences of the uh, and so many applications of the vedic philosophy especially the vedic medicine ayurveda there is a cure for so many diseases in which allopathy it is not there and so many things which i have i explained to you how by that process our devotee got the kidney stone removed from uh, uh, without any surgery simply by some mantra some process immediately the stone came out and i gave another example how the grandfather of one of the devotees he is very expert in uh, taking out the poison by giving some herbs and chanting some mantras and you can see the poison coming out of the they make a cut and from that cut the poison is coming out along with the blood and the living entity gets cured but now of course the sciences are there but practical application if we have to do then some experts are required so gurukuls are not there so now we don't see people applying these sciences in many places but nevertheless still in many places if you go and search uh, you will find many such evidences so thus people were seeing these things practically happening so they were having very strong faith in the vedas but now unfortunately we do not have so just like as per the modern astronomy we have certain understanding of the world of the universe the sun is moving in a certain way the moon is uh, uh, they don't tell sun moves actually 
but as per the vedic understanding the sun is moving but from the both understandings we are able to very nicely calculate the calendar calculate the eclipses calculate sunrise moonrise and all these things so if we are able to calculate when uh, there would be next sunrise next moonrise the time of sunrise sunset we are able to calculate it means this science this model is also perfect what is given in the vedas although vedic model is completely different it tells a geocentric version of the universe that sun goes for uttarayan sun moves toward the north in a spiral and then the sun comes down that is called dakshinayan so thus whatever are reasons for putting faith in the modern scientific theories we can have same things for the vedic scientific theory as well but all those people who have dedicated their lives who are very very thoughtful they want to understand what is truth of life they have put their faith in the vedic knowledge and thus lord krishna the authority all those people who have dedicated their lives to understand truth they put faith upon lord krishna accept him as supreme personality thus bhagavad gita is read by anybody and everybody despite so called some little differences in the philosophy and thus uh, lord krishna tells here what is the origin of all the species mam yonir mahat brahma tasmin garbham dadhami ham sambhava sarva bhutanam tato bhavati bharata the total material substance called brahm just like from one white light we take out many colors and you mix those colors and then we see so many other paintings and uh, other things we can create but basically it is white light only in a similar fashion from mahat brahma mahat tatva sattva rajas tamas three energies are created and they mix together and then all these forms we see around us so the origin of species lies not within the material nature but lord krishna tells here sambhava sarvabhutanam tasmin garbham dadhami aham the total material substance called brahm is the source of birth and it is that brahm that i impregnate making possible the births of all living beings o son of bharat so krishna is telling i impregnate just like the father impregnates the mother through the semen of the father the soul takes shelter of the womb of mother in a similar fashion tasmin garbham dadhami aham i impregnate that material energy the body is definitely created by the mother so all the bodies of the species are definitely created by the material nature but material nature is not the origin of the species as modern science tells so here lord krishna tells mam yonir mahat brahma mahat brahma gives the body but i impregnate all the species example given is uh, in villages you'll find many scorpions and sometimes it is believed scorpions they emerge out of rice but rice is not the origin of scorpion the scorpion lays its eggs in piles of rice so sometimes it is said that scorpion is born out of rice that is not fact in a similar fashion the living entities are impregnated into material nature and the bodies develop so sometimes it is mistaken if a person analyzes he does an experiment very nicely for 5 6 7 8 months he keeps the mother in close custody and no person is allowed to come near and then he will tell actually nobody came near mother independently produced the child but that is foolishness if you analyze for a very long time in the beginning father impregnated so thus our research work is imperfect so in a similar fashion we have to understand just like the father impregnates mother here krishna is telling same principles which apply in this body they apply in the universe also the supreme personality impregnates material nature and krishna tells here in the fourth verse sarva yonishu kontaya sarva yonishu means in all the species of life murtaya sambhavanti yah 
tasam brahma mahadyonir aham bija pradapita it should be understood that all species of life o son of kunti are made possible by birth in this material nature and that i am the seed giving father so all the species of life are made possible by birth in this material nature and that i am the seed giving father so the origin of all the species is not material nature but actually the supreme personality of godhead and from this we also can understand the eternality of the soul now we produce some children and we are very much attached to our children why we are attached to our children why this tendency is there of producing living entities and getting attached with them having a tendency to enjoy with them <coughs> because our soul should have this tendency please understand all the ten tendencies of enjoyment are there within us because our soul should have this tendency so we cannot have we cannot exhibit any features of likes of dislike of tasting of watching of talking unless it is not present in our source so thus our source also should have tendency of loving their children and here lord krishna is telling you are all my children and what is the nature of lord krishna pralaye na vyathanti cha sarge api nopajayante krishna does not take birth at the time of creation krishna's body is not destroyed at the time of dissolution <clears throat> so just like the parents love their children so much krishna also loves us so much and we don't like that our children should die similarly krishna also wishes we do not die so thus we are eternal because krishna desires we should not die and all the energies are under the control of krishna living entities cannot die because we are children of god and any capable person would like to save their children from death and krishna is supreme capable god is supreme capable person all the energies are under control of god so god loves his children god does not want his children to die so thus no power in the world can make the children die the children also are eternal but what is this death that we experience that is simply because of hallucination just like we dream and we fall from the mountain in dream and we think i am dead now in a similar fashion because of false ego we identify with the body and we think i am dying and i am taking birth but when we realize our true nature i understand i am eternal so this is another way by which we can understand that i am eternal we understand the species cannot come on its own just like an automobile cannot come on its own it needs a creator and creator is controller of all energies creator should be eternal we are controlled by energies so our bodies are destroyed and created so that eternal creator produces some children and those children also should be eternal because we have tendency of always keeping our children with us eternally we don't wish them to die so thus we can understand that we are also eternal living beings so we are eternal and we have taken this body even though this body may die lord krishna tells a sober person should not get disturbed so this is what is the understanding of all the species and this is the origin of species how the species have come krishna gives the soul bodies are given by the nature for our enjoyment but why there is variation among the species that is because of this three modes of nature now how the three modes of nature impact the living entity to create so many forms that we see around us that we will see gradually in the upcoming verses so these verses are very 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 important if we have to rise uh, above the modes of nature we have to experience freedom in our life so this is very very scientific description what we are going to understand so please don't miss miss these coming classes we are going to analyze very very nicely so people think that uh, uh, this happiness which i want it is in some object 
it is in something so krishna explains here happiness is not because of any object happiness is not because of any position happiness is because of some energy which is called satvaguna simply if we have the satvic energy within our body person is very very happy so the disturbance in our life is not because of some person disturbance is not because of some system disturbance is not because of some substance disturbance in our life is simply because of one mode of nature which is called rajas similarly the helplessness in our life the moroseness in our life is not because of a broken relationship it is not because of very stressful life it is not because of some substance or so many other things which we can conceive of it is because of one energy which is called tamoguna so thus it is very very scientific understanding which lord krishna is going to give now in the coming verses so we will analyze this very nicely how these three energies capture a living entity and different bodies are produced and how we can using these energies rise above these this nature uh, control of material nature so that we will see in the next session for now let us practice this hari krishna mahamantra which is the easiest way of surpassing the influence of three modes of nature in kali